0: So this week, I have a special treat, a sneak peek at another upcoming podcast from the founding Austin family, Neurotrition. Hosted by the remarkable Libby Hill and Adrian Pascosa, these two will be talking about all things food, nutrition, exercise, and self-care. They had an exciting afternoon at South by Southwest this year, speaking with the Tarabi sisters. Shada Tarabi is a food and travel blogger and a social media master. Her sister, Sydney, also dominates Instagram as a health and lifestyle blogger and as a personal trainer. Let's dive right into this sneak peek of Neurotrition.
1: Hi, y'all. Welcome to Neurotrition, our special live South by Southwest Podcast recording here with Founding Austin. I'm Libby Hill and I'm here with my co host Adrienne Paxosa.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Friday at South by Southwest. And we are over the moon, excited with our two guests today. We've got some local amazing humans, and I can't wait to get started. We have Shada Tarabi, who is with Dine with Shada uh, over on all the social medias.
3: So, welcome. Thank you so much for having us this morning. This is so exciting.
2: Yeah. And we also have her. Sister Sydney Tarabi, Hi
1: guys. who is also a wonderful blogger, Austin based into fitness and nutrition. What's up, everybody?
2: And we're super excited! And a big shout out to our sponsors today. We have got Russell's Collection Fine Art and Gallery, Waterloo Sparkling Water, holy bananas! It's delicious. Kind bars and and Tiny House Coffee, as well as Still Austin Whiskey. So
1: starting the
3: starting the, the weekend out, real, that's real right. Real quick. Yeah. Wait, I'll we all should have shots you. really quick. I before we
2: do. <laughs> that will get our neurotrition uh, going and flowing. I exactly. love it. I love how you guys. The way are you
3: making. start every morning, <laughs> whiskey.
2: Awesome. Well, let's jump into things. So, tell us your story, Shada, and like how you got into everything.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, I think we were sharing kind of before this thing kicked off. I'm an Austin native, as is my sister. We're both born and raised here in this beautiful city, and so I think. Austin in and of itself is very eclectic and has a really great culture and vibe, but really tapping into it was something that I wasn't really taking full advantage of. And so I work in tech full time, actually, for previously a tech startup and now a digital agency, but both built on WordPress, which is a very popular blogging platform. And I had been a blogger years before I had gotten the job in the space and was actually a music blogger early on in my, you know, young Austin career here, but super casual. And so it wasn't until I had a coworker kind of push me towards starting a food blog that uh, I was like, oh, you know, I could actually do that because I became known as the girl on my, you know, work trips to know the best restaurants, the best places to go check out, the, you know, getting to know that city when we were on these trips. And so I think it built up um her reputation for myself is kind of finding the best in life. And so I just started channeling that into a blog and writing about it and creating content around it. And now I've been doing it for three years and lucky I got to bring my little sister on for the ride. And so we, uh, we love to create content together. And obviously yeah. me being on the food spectrum, her on the fitness spectrum, they're very complimentary, but also she's taught me a lot of things about balance. So I'm grateful Hashtag to have her. <laughs> <laughs> her in my life because I love uh, cheeseburgers and pizza a little too much. But, yes, always on the hunt for the best food that I could find in the city.
1: I love it. Awesome. And I do love that y'all compliment each other in that way. And you are sisters. Yes. But both in the blog sphere. So talk to me about your journey into... Blogging, blogging and fitness. Yeah, so
4: it's a little bit different. Shayda's is definitely more on the technical side of things, and it's for her job. I remember her coming home after a work trip and be like, Sid, I started this blog. I did it about food. You love fitness. I grew up a competitive swimmer. I actually swam for University of Texas here in Austin. Again, growing up here was like a dream school. And so that's where my love for fitness just continued to grow. During college, I studied nutrition there. So again, learning more, not even just about working out, but about the body in general and what fuels it. Um, And she was like, Sid, you love fitness, like you should start blogging about that. And I was like, you know what, like I guess I never thought about it, sure, let's try this thing, I'm about to graduate college, I love to write, I love to tell people, you know, share what I know, even though it's maybe not the most, I'm just graduating, but it's something that I feel like is relatable, and people that are my age who are just getting into it. And so it started off with ClassPass, is a very popular fitness app, and I just started reviewing studios. From there, I started to realize, like, okay, I picked like two or three places that I love. Now I'm really getting into like the nitty gritty of what do I like to do to work out? Because I feel like you hear, you should do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. You do what you like to work out, you're not gonna feel like you're working out. And I didn't really understand that concept until I was like, oh. I love to lift weights and I'm channeling my inner athlete when I'm doing you know, performance-based training. So let me find those places. And let me just talk about the healthy life because there is a balance with food as well that I am a foodie at heart and I love fries and ice cream so, so much. Um, but obviously those things are side to me feeling my best and fueling my body for the best performance. And that comes from being a former athlete and not necessarily being able to put fast food or junk food in my body because I know how to meet. I'm not going to perform my best. Mm-hmm. Same thing with life.
2: That's incredible. I was so, a yeah. UT athlete as well. Hook em horns. So, yes, hook em. I love it. That's incredible. I love this. I love that you guys are both Austin locals and really are involved in the community. So Shada, tell us how Austin food culture is a little bit different than all the other cities you've been to because it's just so uh, wonderful watching you through social media and you've been able to really capture Austin.
3: <clears throat> Definitely. I feel like When people come to Austin and they discover my blog or maybe they meet me at a conference, they instantly jump to tell me the best tacos and tell me the best barbecue, which is great. I feel like Austin, of course, has built up that awareness that those are some of our primary food groups. But I love that Austin has just created this amazing community, like you said, really, of chefs and restaurant owners and people like myself who love food and just like have a passion for seeking out the best food to really thrive. I mean, anything kind of goes in Austin. I feel like, you know, we have uh, actually one of the best uh, ramen restaurants is here in town. And so I think putting that in the paradox of like, it's not Los Angeles, it's not San Francisco, it's not New York City, that those places can exist and thrive and survive is just... Super exciting and incredible because I do travel a lot. I've been to all those kind of aforementioned cities, and you see where it's maybe become so big that it's like, where do you even begin if you're looking for really great Italian, for example, in Chicago? But I feel like Austin is that kind of sleepy college town that's grown up a little bit, right? And so, being a part of that, you've really got to see the places that establish Austin as being like a pillar for great food and culture and community, but also these new chefs who are coming in and they're realizing like, hey, I have a dream. I can do it. Let's go start a restaurant. And so, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of restaurants that don't survive, but there's also so many new restaurants that are opening up so many new concepts. In fact, uh, two of Austin's most popular chefs, um, Tyson Cole of Uchino Chico and then Aaron Franklin of Franklin's Barbecue are opening a brand new, supposed to be like a um, like a a sushi Sushi. smokehouse. And so I love that those concepts, you know, kind of work in Austin. And so being able to see almost like brisket on top of sushi, you know, not that that's going to be necessarily on the menu, but that concept (laughs) around like marrying those two types of flavors, I think Austin is, again, that perfect mix to support it because I feel like just as much as we've got, you know, tech going for us, we're also that super laid back. We love sticking our feet, you know, in Barton Springs and taking taking the day off early on a Friday to go hang out at the Greenbelt. So...
2: Awesome. I love that. And I love how you're able to really be a part of that and really help bring that to your community. And I think that's so special that you're able to show what Austin has to offer and also really expose all of your community and uh, followers to that. And thank you so much for doing that.
3: Oh, my gosh, of course. I (laughs) I feel that there's like so many different levels of cool in Austin as well, which is kind of how I've been talking about South by Southwest South by is for everybody, right? You don't have to be on everybody's list. You don't have to know what the best parties are. You can literally show up to South by and have an amazing time. There's tons of parties, tons of free stuff going on. I feel like food in the city is the same. Like, point yourself in any direction and you'll find something amazing. It doesn't have to be a Michelin star or something super notable. But then in the same breath, I feel like you can stumble down the street and find an amazingly rated restaurant with a really unique menu and, like, a really forward-thinking, you know, kind of chef. And so... She will super spoiled being in this city. Everything is so good.
1: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and um, so speaking on South by Southwest, since we just brought that up, I mm-hmm. want to hear y'all's strategies for making it through a week of festivals. We have so many festivals in Austin. How do you fuel your body? Okay. And how do you pace yourself in terms of nutrition, fitness? How do you stay in Hydration. Oh, <laughs> my gosh.
0: <laughs>
4: Oof, that's very, a loaded question. I was just about to say very loaded question because... For South by Southwest, it's not even just like it's a weekend, like ACL or Lollapalooza. Right. It's a week, two weeks of going to panels, meeting new people, going to concerts and networking. So, of course, like you're starting early in the morning by trying to network and utilize South by Southwest with these people that are visiting from town, but also you want to go to concerts I, We're the live music capital of the world. Like you want to take advantage of that. Me personally, my normal schedule is no joke. Dinner at like six... And then I go to bed by 9 p.m. and that's my max. Or I'm in bed. And so South by Southwest has definitely been a switch of I also my balance is I like to go out and I like to meet people. So I have a little bit of FOMO. I'm not gonna lie. And so, so much FOMO. one of the first one yeah, of the that's first the fuel is the FOMO. Yes, the fuel is the FOMO for real. And um, say that five times fast. And so I remember the first night being like, Oh my gosh, we are gonna stay past out past 10 PM. I don't know how I'm gonna survive. I have to wake up and go work out tomorrow. I can't really like drink that much. But then I went out. It was fine, it was fun. You feel the energy of the crowds, the energy of the people, and the hustle of I think us living together as well is I woke up at 6 a.m to go for a workout that day. Granted, very tired. Don't recommend it, but it happened. So I think the FOMO but also me feeling flushed better after a workout, after chugging some water, some electrolytes, it keeps me going. Having those little pockets of also rest time, at least personally.
1: I love that. And I love that you know that you have to stay on board with that mental clarity. You have to stay focused because you're not just showing up to an event. South by is all about making connections and meeting people. So you have to be on your game and it's so important to stay on your nutrition and stay on your routine and make sure that you're promoting that clarity the whole week. Right,
4: which is very, very hard. Like Shada was saying, there are so many amazing restaurants in Austin and me personally for my health I am paleo based when mm-hmm. I bring it to food but that doesn't mean I'll go out and not enjoy some like rice or some ice cream if or it's some there. queso or some queso <laughs> yes Win in Austin when in Austin but definitely the moderation of mm-hmm. it maybe I like to call it picking and choosing my battles so if I know in the morning I'm like okay I can at least hold it off till about one o'clock then let's like find some queso and let's let's go to town on it.
2: I love it How about you, Shada, with uh, kind of the South By? What have you noticed to really keep yourself kind of going? And I know FOMO has been fueling you, but what else has really helped you to stay sane?
3: You know, I think uh, just taking advantage of realizing that this is such a special event that comes to Austin. So we talked about we're locals. We grew up in Austin. This is actually my 13th or 14th year doing South By. We have super progressive parents who basically were like, hey, yes, like this exists in the city. You should go out and explore it. And so I think for me, the knowledge of South By is kind of what continues to fuel me of just realizing the connections I've made, the opportunities that like you come across, the brands that I've been able to get FaceTime with and interact with from a content creator's perspective is just tremendous. And I think you see that leave a lasting impact on Austin year like you know years and months after South By leaves. So To see Austin kind of create these opportunities is like what motivates me because I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go out there. I want to go meet those people. They have such interesting, unique ideas and perspectives. And, you know, how can I go be a part of it? And so knowing that it exists, you kind of just like buckle up and you're like, here we go for the next 10 days. Like, let's do it. Um, But I would say my pro tip from a food perspective is never pass up food. Because there's so many parties, sometimes I think people think, oh, I'll just, I'll get food at the next party or I'll just grab a slice of pizza, you know, walking from here or there. Of course, in addition to carrying, like, Sydney loves to carry snacks in her bag, which is (laughs) always appreciated because I don't always carry snacks in my bag. But you always have, like, a kind bar or something. But, yeah, if you're at a party and you see food, like, eat it because you don't know when you're going to get food next, I feel sometimes. and so. That and water. Like, I always try to practice the, like, for whatever drink I'm drinking, drink a glass of water, and then I don't always do this, but I'm trying to get in the habit, especially during South By, I go to bed with, like, a huge water bottle next to me, and my goal is to, like, drink it before I, you know, wake up the next morning, so that way hopefully I feel a little bit less dehydrated, but yeah, t- we take for granted water, I think. Totally, yeah.
2: oh, I love that you guys are so mindful of taking care of your body and your brain so you can be super connected when you are going and meeting people and you bring that A game, and I just really appreciate that, that you have really been mindful of your body and your brain. So what about after South By, like mm-hmm. after the party, <laughs> after all of the FOMO is gone, like after any big event, oh how do you like take care of your body and like get back to life?
3: I think it just starts by, so I think for us, we're pretty good at um, routine, getting back yeah. into the routine. Yeah. Like, I'm also really good at breaking the routine. So mm-hmm. to Sydney's point, you know, the first day of South Bay, we woke up and we were like, damn it, we should have gone to our workout. Or, you know, you're you're trying to kind of maintain your regular routine. And that it was... Lasted it lasted 24 hours. It lasted 24 hours. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, you adjust. You to kind of be like, okay, maybe we're not going to work out every day. But yeah, what can I do to make sure that I'm at least like not overindulging or making sure that I'm taking the stairs and walking places versus jumping in that Uber. And so I just find that, uh, by us being able to take advantage of things like that during South by, you're still able to like, kind of create some sort of progress, like through it. Right. Because you're just not essentially, I guess, giving up.
1: (laughs) And I hear that balance is so important to y'all. I keep hearing that word coming up and up and up and that is incredible. You can, you know, go out and experience life and make use of it, meet the people, eat the food, and then take it back with your fitness and your routine, which is incredible. So right. talk to me a little bit about your regular fitness routine.
4: Okay, well, so <laughs> I personally work out probably five to six times a week, which mm-hmm. is I know excessive to some. Some people don't have access to doing that with their jobs. But for me, that is my job. And former athlete me loves to work out. So I normally Wake up at five, work out at six, or teach, and then get my workout done in the morning because I'm a morning girl. So you have to figure out first, like, who are you? Are you a morning person? Are you a middle-of-the-day person? Are you an evening person? You don't have to force yourself to work out in the morning. You don't have to wait till after work, so find that. And then afterwards, just kind of take on my day and go to the next. I like to do a balance of weight training and Performance, like I mentioned earlier, so the gym that I work for, work at, is Athletic Outcomes on East Riverside, and they are all about performance-based functional training, which is a mouthful, but it makes a lot of sense. So they do days like balance and agility, or core and cardio, or pure strength day. So you get a little bit of taste of everything, but it's not like every Monday is upper body day, because for me, I cannot, I can, but I don't feel like going to the gym and lifting weights for an hour. That's, again, not what I love to do. I feel like I'm working out when I do that. So I found a place that really suits me, that suits my style, and that I actually enjoy waking up at 5 a.m., 99% of the time, and going to. So about five, six times a week, and then supplementing that with, obviously, great nutrition it keeps me on track. But me and shaded actually have a pretty similar workout schedule. We
3: do. Sydney's kind of got me motivated. I think similarly the right, like, we wake up at 5.30, we go work out every day at 6 a.m., For me, it's less about keeping my body, like, or, like, getting my body to, like, the pinnacle of, like, fitness and shape, but more, like, maintaining, like, a good balance, right? Because I love food. I love indulging in this city and in the community. But at the same time, like, it's not even so much about, like, my physical appearance. It's, like, I feel just so much better when I work out and when I get that, you know, that good sweat in. But something that I wanted to add is, uh, like, when your fitness and, like, your health and, like, what you do to take care of yourself becomes like, something that you look forward to every day, right? Like, it's no longer a chore. Like, I remember hitting, um, you know, January 1st, and you have, like, your New Year's resolutions, and this is the first year that I kind of acknowledged I didn't have to set a resolution to get fit or to, like, change up my nutrition. I had already done that last year, and so this year is really about, like, continuing that balance. Like, how do you continue maintaining it? And so, like, my hope for everybody is acknowledging that you can get there. It's about a constant state of Growth, right? Like, I think people look at Sydney and I just being sisters, being super active on social media, both being really, you know, big believers in our fitness and nutrition. Of like, how do you do it? Like, how do you do it all? And the secret is like, every day I wake up and I just make a decision to try. And so, whether that's eating, you know, an apple for breakfast instead of the donut or choosing to, for example, like you said, you wake up at 6am and you're working out. I try to do that. Sometimes I might sleep in and maybe that means I'll have to go to a later workout, but realizing like it's okay to deviate from that plan, Definitely. but like continue to like put yourself in this, you know, movement of moving forward. So don't like beat yourself about it, but be like, okay, like, well, how can I like recourse myself to get myself back on track? And honestly, it's been the most fulfilling because I don't you know, hate myself for not doing something or when I overindulge in something, it's like, it's okay. Queso is good. Staying up late and missing, you know, your 10 p.m. bed night is all right sometimes. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, what do you do the next morning when you wake up? And like, how do you reset yourself is really important. Yeah, I was
1: speaking to my I was going yes. yes, <laughs> to And so
4: during South by finding that balance too is, like you said, if you miss a workout or maybe you eat like a burger and fries for dinner plus a milkshake, I don't know. Um, it's like one time, and so South by is only comes two times during the week during a year. It's like two times what? Two, t- two times, <laughs> two weeks in a year, which is 365 days out of it. Like you're going to be okay. You just mentally prepare yourself. It's life. You should you should enjoy it. Like I remember starting my journey and being extremely extremely strict with my diet extremely strict with my workout if i missed a workout i'd be so upset with myself and that put more pressure on me and it made me just feel bad mm-hmm. and so now i've gotten to a point where i really enjoy working out if i want to sleep in I'll do it, but I know that I'm gonna wake up the next day and get back on my routine.
2: I love this. As an eating disorder, dietitian and expert, it just is so refreshing and like my like inner girls like doing (laughs) backflips and like high fives is like, Yes, preach ladies. I love this. I love that you guys are putting this out on social media and to your community that you know, healthy at every size and healthy and taking care of your body, but mindfulness and really Mm -hmm. listening and connecting your inner self and your mind and taking care of that. So how do you like not have the FOMO and like, okay, my body is exhausted. And so when you get back to your regular lives as entrepreneurs and these amazing online uh, presence, how do you really listen to your body and like pump the brakes on maybe just listening and taking care of that rest time?
3: Well, I would say my inner treat yourself girl is really loud.
2: Oh, treat yourself! Oh, <laughs> yeah.
3: I feel like I probably, out of the two of us as sisters, have like the the worst like extremism problems. I I'm notorious on social media for going to a party to like 2 a.m. drinking tequila shots and then waking up at like 6 a.m. for a workout. I don't recommend it for everybody, but for me, I'm like yes, like let's do it. Like I have a lust for life, and so I just kind of want to. For me, like, getting back on the saddle is not hard. Like, I will fall. I will get back up. So I feel like, for me, if anybody can just observe that, like, passion, like, y- you can do it. So, like, find out when you need a break, what you know you're motivated by. Like, some people might need to go take a spa day. Some people might need to just sit at home in their, you know, comfy pants and watch some Netflix. For me, it honestly takes, you know, sitting down maybe watching a TV episode or two before I'm like, okay, if you're re-energized, like, let's go back out there because for me being out with people is what energizes me to continue doing that when I'm at home it's not even the FOMO it's like I'm just fueled by people and experiences that I'm like damn it i should like go out and make more connections so spoken
2: like a true extrovert yes yes. you are filled up by other humans right right so i'm like uh
3: the answer is don't sit at home in your pajama pants the answer is get out into the world
1: and i love that y'all are treating fitness and nutrition kind of as a privilege it totally is it's like you have this lust for life like you're saying and you get excited about the opportunity to go in and take care of yourselves and treat yourself to a better life and a healthier body. And that's an incredible outlook. And so talk to me for a second on Mm -hmm. the importance of self-love, especially in fitness, especially as somebody who's, you know, being viewed on social media all the time. How do you promote self-love? And how do you have that relationship with your body?
4: I mean, that's an awesome question because I feel like, obviously, there's one being a woman, but also men feel this too. Um, Social media and being on the internet is hard. People can be very, very mean. And so I I'm personally judgmental. haven't, you know, gotten that side of it. I am very grateful for that because I feel like that's something I also preach. Is if you have something that like mean to say, probably don't say it because I don't want to allow it, I'll probably block you, honestly. It's just not something that I want to see or hear on my site. But to this point, so I get questions all the time from clients, from friends, like you see on the internet girls posting pictures of their butt pictures or their abs or you can do this. And I feel, so, I remember posting my first selfie picture in the mirror and I was like, I am, sorry for my lack of better words, but like a douchebag. I feel like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but the internet wants it. Maybe I should do this. And it got likes, whatever, blah. And I was just like, you know what? I don't know. It doesn't feel like super authentic. Like the day I get to a, like a, a booty selfie is the day that I think my little social media game will end, to be honest, <laughs> because it's just not me personally. In um, that, so that case, people say, you know, social media is very hard to follow. You only see, like, the good side of it, really. And that's very true. But also, follow people that you enjoy following. You don't have to follow people that make you feel bad about yourself. Right. That's why the Internet is so broad, and you can see, pick and choose the things that you like to see. So for me, I like to follow girls who are really inspiring. They talk about self-love. They talk about, you know, this balance, this intuitive eating, this intuitive life. And um, those people that make me really happy and that fuel my fire, too, because I also get a little bit burnt out from social media sometimes. I think everyone kind of does. Um, So being on it all the time, it's good to follow people that truly inspire you and helps me create better content long-term in the future.
1: I love y'all's authenticity, seriously. Like, y'all are just the picture of of balance and the kind of girls that everybody should look up to and relate to. Oh, thank you. So so (laughs) so sweet. (laughs) Well, is there anything else that y'all want to share with our audience today? Anything that you want to plug or promote or one thing that you need to say to the world and have the world here today?
4: I mean, I was just going to say, being sisters has been obviously amazing. Love um, you too. Over the past, love you so much. Um, over the past, I guess, year that we've been living together, I think that balance has come full circle and we're really still figuring it out, but have found it. So like I said, we, I mean, we started to the extremism of fitness and fitness like the nutrition side, Shada maybe started to the extremism of, you know, going out to these food events, but living together, always being around each other, it's find someone that really motivates you and keeps you kind of on this track to like a better life because it's awesome and it's a great accountability partner and you get to hang out with your best friend. Yeah. I would just echo that. I mean, obviously I love you too, sister. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, But like on that thread
3: of finding that person to kind of motivate you and balance you, it is also that your best life is in your control. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a simple concept, but it's something that I've really started to like meditate on and practice on myself and be more open about talking about because people really do question and wonder, how do you do it all? How do you achieve this type of level of success, you know, respect, whatever it might be? Um, it's because I choose, you know, to put myself first and not in a selfish way. And I, you have to love yourself before you can love other people. And, you know, what makes me happy? What fuels me? How do I want to live you know, my life and what do I want to be remembered for. And so just kind of putting all that together and realizing that the power exists in you as an individual allowed me to unlock what Sydney could offer to me. You know what I mean? So it's not just having her in my life, but it's, I had to be receptive and and ready for accepting someone who was going to motivate me and challenge me and really push me to living my best life. So in return, it works for us that we can kind of compliment each other. But yeah, I mean, just try to pursue you and whatever that means and don't overthink it definitely enjoy
4: it life is too good yeah
2: I love that y'all are just awesome little humans and I'm so (sighs) thankful you guys are here um how can we learn more about you and kind of all your messaging
3: yeah so I'm Shada I'm dinewithshada.com on
4: Instagram on Facebook on Twitter all the things Mm -hmm. Insane. same. I mean, not the same, but I am Sydney, and you can find me at spincity.com, S-P-I-N-S-Y-D-D-Y, because it's punny like that, and also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the good things.
2: Awesome. Well, we will definitely make sure to put all of those links in the show notes so people can connect with you guys and really start to embody all of the things of balance, self-love, compassion, and delicious Food and body. I love this. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us at our uh, South by Southwest Founders Media podcast today. Thank you so thanks much. for having us. Was
3: so much fun. So fun. Yeah. And
2: again,
1: just one more thanks to our sponsors, Russell's Collections Fine Art Gallery, Waterloo Sparkling Water, Kind Bar, Tiny House Coffee, and Still Austin Whiskey. We've loved having y'all on today. Everybody have a great last weekend of South by Southwest. Bye, y'all. Bye, Bye y'all.
0: Thank you, Libby and Adrian, for welcoming the Robbie sisters to the Founding Austin family, and we can't wait to hear more from Neurotrition. We can all take a page out of their books to find more joy in anything that we do and to find things we love and to stay active. And, of course, make sure we dig into queso every once in a while. The Masters and Founders team includes me, Dan Dillard, Libby Hill, Adrian Pascosa, and producer Mariah Gossett. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps. Neurotrition will be coming soon, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening.